Bienvenidos. This is Karen. Oh, this is Bonnie. I knew there was some reason she wanted to do the intro. <laughs> that was it. It came to my mind. I'm bilingual uh, with seven words, so I'm going to use it. But we've got a letter sewed coming, and just wanted to tell you thank you guys for ordering all our merch. You all are amazing, and thank you, and we've got more coming. Yeah. And find us on all the Instagrammy, TikTok, Facebook group places. And thank <laughs> you to our sponsors. If you want to sponsor us, if you think this fine quality work is worth <laughs> $7 a month, we would appreciate it. It helps us do so much. Um, and just go to Deconversion Therapy Podcast. You'll see a little button there. And we do Zoom parties. We have such a great group. And it's fun. And yes, Bunny reveals herself. That uh, sounds gross. I know. And we're <laughs> like, put your clothes on. Um, but anywho, thank you for listening. Yeah, Wildly and inappropriate. before we get into the letter sewed. Okay. I said yesterday I have something that I wanted to discuss. Right. Okay. On Christian Nightmares? Nightmares? Christian Nightmares. Christian Nightmares. Okay. He put a thing or she, I'm not sure. It's a guy, right? But the hair tricks me every time when I see the avatar. Okay. So puts a picture of Jesus at a door, knocking on the door, and says, caption this. So I was all ready with my favorite joke that no one liked (laughs) from from over a year ago, where I thought it was hilarious that the person on the other side was saying banana who, because it's that old knock knock joke that goes, let me just, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to think about. It's a thinker. It's a thinker Mm -hmm. times three. So, because... You assume Jesus is on the door going, knock, knock, and they go, who's there? And he says, banana, and they say, banana who? And he keeps saying banana till he finally says, orange, and they say, orange who? And he says, aren't you glad I didn't say banana? And then it's over. And there's a relief. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, I'm still not answering the door. Um, (laughs) So... So he put the same thing up, and it was Jesus on the door on the outside, and it said, caption this. And I can't tell you how many people were saying uh, the caption should be, open up, I have to take a big dump, or a big shit. (laughs) (laughs) The old old poop jokes. But they didn't even read the other captions that were suggested to go, oh, someone already said, open up, I've got to take a shit. And they yeah. still felt like, oh, I'm going to chime in with my shit <laughs> joke. So fine. So I'm scrolling down thinking, this is great. No one has said banana who or anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so until, until I get to one guy and his caption was, orange, you glad I didn't say banana? Uh-huh. And I was like... Oh, my God. And so I thought, okay, did this guy take my joke, A, sad, sad first thought, I I acknowledge. (laughs) Did you steal my lame joke? Then I looked him up on TikTok, and this is my, uh, this is 
this guy might be related to me. I like to think that uh, my life has been a parent trap situation <laughs> and that I have a twin somewhere that my mom never told me about and has been hiding mm-hmm. from me and that right. this guy might be it. I'm so <laughs> excited because I started looking at his Twitter stuff and it's all the same shit that I love in life. He recently, recently made a reference to a, um, here, I'm going to send you this. Okay, so as recently as three, two days ago, he made a reference to Buddy Cole. If you don't know that, that's Scott Thompson's character from Kids in the Hall from the 90s. Wow. Okay, that that's is a, you. I you know. would get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's it's great because what he sent out, I'm going to text you right now. It says... <laughs> I found a nutcracker that stole its outfit from Buddy Cole. <laughs> he said, so of course I bought it. And the outfit that Buddy Cole is wearing, it's this super gay, like silver lame with little um, plastic cutouts where the boobs are and his nipples are right. showing through, but it's a man. So, and he's got sparklers. Um, but yeah, this nutcracker really does look like the Buddy Cole outfit. <laughs> so I kept going. And his whole, uh, his whole, you know, repertoire of shit that he's posted re- recently. Paul Lind, Paul Lind, that's an old one. With yeah. who is it? Your idol, Roz Kelly, aka Pinky Tuscadero. Oh my from god! From some old TV, you know, uh, special that was on. Then I start looking and I look at at who he's following. And it's not like just, you know, all the big names of people in comedy. But mm-hmm. it's like my old improv teacher from uh, UCB in New York. Who's that guy? He's not a big guy. Um, and, you know, and like the same, like Richard Ayoade, who I think is so cute and funny, who's British. And, you know, just random little, like the guys from, um, I don't know, what's it called? I don't know what it's called now, uh, but like James May and uh, the three guys who used to be on Top Gear. Anyway, yeah. So blah blah blah. So it's it's all of my my people, and, uh, and I, so I look at his, uh, <laughs> I look at all his tweets. It's just like my personal <laughs> Twitter account. He's no stolen one your likes material. Anything. Maybe he'll get one like every now and then, but he keeps going. And it's always the same bullshitty jokes that are funny that no one's laughing at. But you're just rolling on the ground going, but I'm that's going, my joke. You, you, this must be my brother. So, so uh, if by any chance he's a listener, I've explained to you who you are well enough by now. Um let us know, and uh, that's it. So, okay, now I've got to find him on there because... Well, you could, but that's the easy way. I'm hoping he's a listener and has realized, oh my gosh, that was my Buddy Cole joke. <laughs> All right, so that's a, that's a rundown of who it is. I'm not saying your name. I just want to know if you're a listener and you recognize yourself, let us know. That's all. And you're adopted. Yeah. We need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's brilliant. have you seen like the people i think it's called chimera 
where you might have like different color eyes or like different asymmetrical face and they get DNA tested and find out that they were a twin and they absorb the twin, but the oh. twins stuff comes oh. out in them. No. Isn't that crazy? Oh. So I ha- used to have a crush on Andy Garcia, the actor. Why And not? my brother's... Like, you know, he like had an arm on his stomach or something when he was born because he had a twin. I'm like, okay, well, ruined. Thank you for that. Well, he had it taken off. So he says. (laughs) Well, what I've been doing is I got stuck on Advent Calendar TikTok, which is probably old news by the time you hear this. But okay. First, it starts with the woman whose, I think, boyfriend buys her an $800 Chanel advent calendar, and she opens up, like, different days, and it'll be stickers. (laughs) Or, like, if you bought jewelry from Chanel and Mm -hmm. it's in a little bag, Mm -hmm. it's just the bag for a day. Like, it sucks. But then I kept going and looking at other ones. One, I should have gotten... At least for my kids, the, um, what are those potato chip? Oh, Pringles, where you get mm. a different little flavor of Pringles. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I like Godiva. I can't. <laughs> no, it's one of the miniature little snack packs. Oh, okay. That's, All that's right. fun. You get a different yeah, flavor each time. But so then there. Is they're like these scam ones that people are buying. So this one lady is like, okay, I like Broadway shows. My mom bought this off of Facebook for me. Uh-oh. So already she has to like tape it. It's like peeling off. Sure. She opens the first one and it's like a little figurine from some fucking toy and she's like oh yes this must be from jersey boys she opens the next one and it's a little toy truck she's like i guess this is grease lightning i mean nothing to do with it so i'm gonna send you and you can watch it another person gets their husband mm-hmm. the D advent calendar <laughs> Oh my god. People are just going to flea markets, rounding up shit. Look at the last one. Oh my god, why is Cinderella in there? <laughs> no! She pulls oh out a Cinderella. Oh, sorry, Snow White. Oh, yeah. What the hell? There's nothing, all the things. Like, make There's no nothing sense. dungeon, nor dragon. Right. Another smurf. <laughs> <laughs> In a D&D calendar. So everyone's going crazy for all this, but that's it, That's Bonnie. hilarious. Next year. Yeah. We're just going to get all the shit that we were going to throw in the garbage and do our own advent calendars, like... <laughs> You know, and we'll call it something yeah, magnificent, like some niche thing. Oh, let's do the Beatles advent calendar. Uh-huh. And like day one, <laughs> I use nail file. 
a Smurf. <laughs> no one has a melted Smurf. <laughs> All so I want is I'm a Kegner. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that would be special. So that's what I've been doing. Anyway, let's read some letters. And hey, if you guys have a funny true story, please send it to us. We've got a little form there on our website. Again, it is Deconversion Therapy Podcast. I don't know if you know that. And it's a dot and it's a com. And (laughs) click on that, send it. We'll read your name or not. It it tells you stuff. And just have fun with it because ah, every time we do these, we're happy. Okay, you want to read the first one? Yeah. Bon Bon? Um, Okay, so this person says it's okay to use their name, and your name's Lindsay. So here's your story. Uh, My story. Love the podcast, Karen and Bonnie. Thank you. Always a nice thing to hear. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, Says, here's a quick funny. Somewhere along the way in my Christian school, quote, season of life, (laughs) 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 navel piercings became a big trend. Oh my god! I can't imagine hey, they're that back. Being, they're back, but, but yeah. I can't imagine that being like sanctioned by the church going folk. Anyway, no. let's find out. Little, sluts. I don't remember when or where, but someone in that Christian school talked about how dangerous they were because they could cause infertility. What? I don't know. Where? Where do they think <laughs> their belly button is? <laughs> Flash forward to college. At a state school, not a Christian college. A number of years later, belly button piercings were not nearly as popular anymore, but my (laughs) friend in college said she was thinking about getting one. Upon hearing her desire for said piercing, I calmly told her, if you do get one, be careful, because if the person doesn't do it right, it can make it to where you can't have children. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I said this to her in a room of five or six of my college girlfriends, and they all responded by laughing hysterically. By that point in my life, I found found it pretty funny, too. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. (laughs) The, The whole thing. With like the naivete. So I saw a video of a woman and she said she was in college. Mm -hmm. And because she grew up strict Christian and really sheltered, they were talking about one of their friends who had just had a baby and they were at a party talking about that friend. And she kept saying, Oh my God, her butt must hurt so much. Oh no. And everyone's like, What? (laughs) She's like, Oh, her her porch probably can't see sit for a while because her butt they're all like okay let's pull you aside where do you think and she's like what oh my god I love those things though that that have just gone way too far out of control before you just, learn the truth it's so embarrassing <laughs> but at least you can blame your parents. P.S. Let me tell you, I went to get a pedicure yesterday, and you know, they've got the chairs that do the massage and everything. This yes. one had something on the bottom that said airbag seat. And I'm like, well, I'll find yep. out what yep. that is. So it inflates, and then all of a sudden, some roller comes right up your butthole. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> when I did know. That become a thing. And it, well, the thing is, like, everything else is sort of ball shaped that does. <laughs> the rolling. That one feels very triangular. (laughs) And it's like, uh, you know, I do do not. (laughs) Yeah. But is that, that's clearly a thing. 
It's a thing. It's a thing. Okay, so it reminds me of this other thing that happened once. I was on a tour bus, one of those double-decker tour buses that's open-aired, and I had a bodysuit on. And, you know, you don't think about it because pretty much it's just like a shirt that stays nice and tucked in. Fantastic. Right. All of a sudden, the bodysuit unsnaps, and I'm like, why is there movement down there? Why is there movement down there? <laughs> Uh, but that was the same feeling that I had yesterday where no one told me a big giant knob was going to come <laughs> massage my hoo-ha. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> want to read another one? <laughs> I think I will. Uh, okay, this one is anonymous. Hello, ladies. I love you. Yeah, That's that would it. have to be anonymous. <laughs> That's so sweet. I'm a PK, a PGK, and a PC. Boy, the stories. Wait, what's the C? I know P is pastors. Okay, pastor's kid. What is a PGK? Grandkid. Oh, good, good, good. And a pastor's um, coach, a pastor's... See you uh, next Tuesday. That's it. It's a pastor's cunt. <laughs> I could co-host an episode with you. Presbyterians' purity culture didn't exist. We were more liberal. I know. We what? thought that you all were sluts. <laughs> What's we that about? knew that. Uh, pres- uh, so we had sex ed with our parents, where they oh. admitted masturbating was normal, along with all sorts of other, no one wants to know this about your parents, information. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine. <clears throat> well, now I am, and it's really not good. Did you get the sex talk? Did your mom give you a talk? I can't remember it, but yes. <laughs> so I remember and I remember my mom like sitting me down. I remember uh, remember their bedroom where you probably did in the back and you know anyway it was disturbing and I wanted to yeah. throw up. Yeah. Yeah, I it was disturbing but it's bunny knows my dad would leave me little cutout articles on my toilet seat to just, you know, stick that in there about heavy petting leads to acne and other things. So that's fun. (laughs) They did this by physically moving from the middle of the room to the yes or no side of the room. So the youth pastor would say, masturbating is normal. And the parents then who agreed went to the yes side. So we made you like claim where you stood on things. Yes, Uh, but they made the parents do it in front of like I guess everyone in the youth group and other parents. So we all knew who was awesome in bed and who wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's so terrible. Can you feel my 13-year-old self dying? No, I can feel my 50-something self dying. No need to discuss how much cooler my mom's image was with the youth guys after that. That's so disturbing. We also passed around all forms of birth control, and of course my friend dropped the spermicidal foam on my lap. Oh, God. So I smelled like a condom for the rest of the day. (laughs) 
<laughs> there the smell may have been stuck in my nose from practicing the condom application oh. on the bananas. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's wrong. So, that's just that is, wrong. It is. Like maybe our Baptist church that just yelled no loudly all the time would have been less destructive. I can't. Okay, oh. so I'm just picturing and oh. I'm just going to put into your mind Please a don't. certain <laughs> yep, a certain guy I dated and I was best friends with the the sister, you know who I'm talking about? Yep. And they say masturbation is okay. Picture those parents walking to the yes. <laughs> there is no there's no coming back from any of that oh my type God. of situation. I would have just looked at my parents and been like you don't move. You don't go to the yes. You don't go to the no. You don't move. You go, what is that? You go, no right. inglace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's just wrong on so many levels. It, I know. And too much. All right. Wow. All right. Want to do one more? Yeah. Okay. We've got to heal from imagery, <laughs> so do one more. Here's another one. I grew up Protestant, not any specific denomination, just whatever my mother and I could walk or bus to. (laughs) That is poorly thought out. Um, My mom had been raised Catholic and told me all sorts of things that Catholics do that are wrong, such as praying to saints. Yeah, sure. Um, I hated Catholics until fifth grade when I learned my teacher was one. And even then, I still thought it was a bad religion even before I deconverted. Around 12 years old, I decided I didn't believe anymore. But my mom said that as long as I lived at home, I had to go to church. So I did. It took me going off to college to fully deconvert. So for the rest of this story, I'm noncommittal about it, but not deprogrammed. (laughs) (laughs) Around the age of 16, my grandmother, a devout Catholic, that's always how it is with the Catholics, right? They they start with like your patriarchs and and it trickles Mm -hmm. down. Um, uh, Let's see. Devout Catholic for most of her adult life went to the hospital for the last time. My mom and I joined the rest of the family, mostly lapsed Catholics, in the hospital and then to Grandma's house waiting for the hospice worker. Grandma died pretty much as soon as she was settled into her hospice bed. It was sad, but she had been sick for so long. We were mostly happy that she was no longer suffering. After lots of crying, one of my aunts said that Grandma wanted all of her grandkids to have one of her Virgin Mary statuettes. They didn't mean anything to me, but they were a reminder of Grandma, so I was eager for mine. I even had to be talked out of taking one that another cousin had broken as a kid and was claiming for that reason. (laughs) That's cute. Um, As soon as my mom and I were alone together, she made me promise I wasn't going to pray to the Virgin Mary. Yeah, Mom, I grew up only praying in church to keep up appearances. We didn't even pray at meals, and nowadays you have to threaten me to get me to church. But handing me this bit of glass is going to turn me Catholic. (laughs) I was so worried Mom wouldn't let me keep it, but she did. I'm now an adult living far away from my mom, and I still have my Virgin Mary on a special shelf with some pretty rocks. I haven't prayed in years and certainly never to her, but I love having a reminder of grandma to look at. More importantly, I'm so glad to be away from my mom and the church. (laughs) Thank you so much (laughs) for your podcast. It's a great break from serious deconversion work. 
That's very sweet. And I'm also wondering if the Virgin Mary is happy to be away from the church. (laughs) She's like, road trip, we're out of here. Oh, my God. (laughs) Let me do one more just for funsies. You know, I really don't like the word funsies or kiddos, and I want everyone to know that, or the word yum. hate those. I don't like the word doggo. Me either. I don't like fur babies. Anyway, this is the last one. This is from Stefan. (laughs) Wow, it's Stephen. All right. I have so many stories, but I'll share one that is among the weirdest this time. For about eight years, my late teens and early 20s, I was deeply involved in a non-denominational evangelical church in Delaware. Delaware. I got out of the car in Delaware on a road trip once and saw the most handsome collection of men I've ever seen. So that's my impression of that state. (laughs) I like that they were a collection. I know. Even though I loved it at the time, I realized nowadays that I was basically a slave to the music ministry, rarely taking a Sunday off. Yeah. I know. I was soloing all the time. Right, Bonnie? You mean masturbation? (laughs) (laughs) Our worship leader at the time, let's call him Chad, was a man lacking a great deal of musical talent. (laughs) His redeeming quality was his leadership and speaking ability. Oh, my God. Uh, I've got a lot to say about this. I just reposted something where I was like, people need to be nice to us ex-Christians because... If you couldn't sing, it didn't matter in church. They let you sing. If you weren't a leader out in the real world, they're like, teach Sunday school. Like, there were so many things we thought we did well because they just shoved us wherever. Anyway, so he started, this guy, he started a college-aged ministry in the church. And being a college-aged musician myself, he looked to me as his worship guy as he took on a pastoral role in this ministry. As he began to read deeper into the prophetic side of the Bible, uh uh-oh, he started to feel that there was more to Christian life than what the pastor of our church believed, a more Holy Spirit-driven way of life. Uh Uh-oh. The group grew in size to over 20, and the decision (laughs) was made to begin getting together on Thursday evenings for prayer meetings, in addition to our Sunday morning, Sunday school, hour sessions. Wait, what happened to Wednesday? Wednesday's the rule! (laughs) I know. They're odd. Obviously, (laughs) they think they're Christian. (laughs) Give me a break. One evening early on, I experienced something unlike I had ever witnessed before in my life. During an intense hour or two of prayer, Bonnie's favorite, one of the members of the group began breathing heavily in a hyperventilating sort of way. Okay, I have experienced that. I just want you to know, not of me, of other people. I was around. Yeah, I've it's had panic attacks. <laughs> it was very concerning. And after about a minute, she stopped. There was an eerie silence, and then she suddenly spoke with a different tone of voice than we were used to hearing from her. She had seemingly become a vessel for the Holy Spirit to speak through. It was honestly terrifying, and I wanted to leave. And as the, quote, Holy Spirit addressed different people in the group, I thought, 
please don't say anything to me. Please, please, please don't address me. And I, of course, since I was important in the group, I was spoken to Mm. about what exactly I don't remember. Damn you. (laughs) What I do know is that it was terrifying. I had experienced other prophetic moments in my time, but they were like comforting and personal. This experience gave me anxiety. The session ended and Chad seemed very pleased with the event and felt like he needed to keep pushing to experience more of these prayer times. We continued to meet on Thursdays, and the ministry soon outgrew the church. What a shock. Wow. And led to a mass exodus of the college-age people from the church for Chad to start his own hyper-spiritual church. Wow. Mm, Fuck that. I could go on, but I will keep this little alarming story here for now. Thanks for your podcast. It's exactly what I need in this season of life as I deconvert and figure out who I am. Oh, my. Wow. So that's the shit. Like, I experienced so much of that stuff, like people shaking. But that's Ouija board stuff. I know. That's exactly what it is. It's exactly like Stealing from the the spiritualist side of things yeah. and saying, but it's of God. Yeah. Get me a break. And you know what else is of God? We can't be here. We need to start our own church. <laughs> right. We know better. Let's yeah. do that. Oops, we need a lot of money. Oops, I should be the leader. Hey, how do I get tax exempt fast? I am going to write Kanye. <laughs> I am going to find this out. My God. Oh, golly. All right, guys. Send us your delightful stories. We enjoy reading them. And (laughs) have a good week. And, uh, you know, peace. Bye.